World Prayer Center and the Praying Family Chapel presents Dominion 2017. Divine encounter to your next level. Five weeks prayer and fasting is starting on the 27th of February to 31st of March 2017. Morning and evening sessions. Host is Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakoni. Faith connect the natural with the supernatural. Once you get connected to the supernatural, the impossible becomes possible. You are not a failure until your faith fails. And now, the message. Are you expecting a miracle at all? Yesterday I spoke some powerful things. Be seated, be seated. Hallelujah. I said that you must choose to believe in miracles. Tell somebody, choose to believe in miracles. You see, this morning I woke up eh, and then there was something I'm trusting God for, but it looks as if it's delaying. Have you ever trusted God for something that is delaying? Mm. Then I begin to ask the Lord, why is this place delayed? He said, you are not feeding your faith on that area. This is for somebody. Look at somebody and say, it looks like it's for you. It looks like it's for you. And tell them, what about you? Are you getting the point? So, 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 now, there are times, there are other areas that it's easy to get a breakthrough. Because you have feed your faith on that area. There is another area you are struggling because you are not feeding your faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Faith must eat. Oh, somebody didn't hear me. We see the way Pastor Albert was shouting, hey, something has entered him. If that thing enters you, you, you will react. I like the way the Nigerian do. You go and preach to yourself. Say, mm, mm, too much. Oh. It will be the thing that will enter him. Faith, your faith must eat. And I want to say some another thing that some of you have starved your faith. We have malnutrition. Eh? Is that the call? Is that the person is not getting the kind of nutrients? <laughs> uh, so you know what I'm going to say next. Slap somebody and say, "Feed your faith. Feed your faith." Hallelujah. Feed your faith. Hallelujah. You see, we can't go to God and blame him for not having faith because he has, he has already shown us the method in getting faith. The method in getting faith has already been delivered unto us. He said, faith cometh. Faith cometh. So faith can come. If you don't have it, you can invite it to come. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you cannot walk in, 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 in a state of faithlessness. It can come. The greater your faith, the greater the exploit you make. Faith can come. It is not possible to expect a miracle without faith. You have a part to play. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Faith is very crucial. It's the most potent force on earth. Faith is the most potent force on earth. It has done things that science cannot explain. It has done things that science cannot explain. No scientific medical uh, discoveries or whatever who accept that 90 years woman should be pregnant. But faith does it. The Bible says, <laughs> let me give you Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11. I love it. Mm, it takes faith for 90 years woman to be pregnant. Faith reverses menopause. Faith reverses menopause. Bring it to menstruation. Carry it to ovulation. Conception take place. It means that faith can reverse your situation. 
Now listen to me. Ha, ha, ha. I wish you hear this one. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about here? Ha, Everything at every stage is reversible by faith. Whether it's sickness, poverty, affliction, if only it is faith, it's reversible. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11. Look at what the scripture says. It says that by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, through faith also, through faith also. Other translation by faith, through faith also. Sarah received strength to conceive seed. So Isaac was born as a product of faith. Through faith. 90 years old, man. Through faith. Through faith. Through faith. Also, through, I like the word also there. If you understand English a little bit, through faith also. Through faith also. Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Received strength to conceive seed. Faith can come. Faith can create miracles. Faith can birth miracles. Faith can reverse the irreversible. Faith. It has power to reverse the irreversible. It has power to reverse the irreversible. Ha! Show me a giant of faith and I will show you the exploit you make. Amen. Greater your faith, the greater exploit. Now let me tell you this. Every investment you make towards faith is the best investment you can make. Amen. Because if you are going to make it by your own hard work, you will be crooked. You will lie sometimes. You will cheat sometime. But if it is absolute dependence on God, <laughs> everything important is what I call the law of absolute dependence on God. You are not under pressure. <laughs> Can I add this one? Faith is the beauty of Christianity. It's a good place to clap for Jesus. Faith is what? What do I call it? It's the beauty of Christianity. <laughs> it will add color to your Christian life. <laughs> it makes you very colorful. Faith people are not under pressure. They can go through everything. That is why Jesus can sleep in a storm. Huh? They say, Master, don't you care we perish when you wake up? The first thing he asks them is, where is your faith? It is like if you have faith, you will not be under pressure. Anxiety is the absence of faith. I'm preaching. Anxiety. Hallelujah. Anxiety is the absence of faith. The fact that you are anxious means that you are faithless. Faith will add color to your Christian life. <laughs> Have you ever seen people say it looks very colorful? Have you ever people say that? It means that it's attractive. It's very beautiful. Faith will bring you to that state. It is what takes people from nothing and makes something out of them. It is faith that takes people from nobody and make them somebody. Ha! Catch it, catch it, catch it. Catch it, catch the spirit of faith. That's why you are here. That's why you are here. It is useless because, listen, even if you get a breakthrough through my faith, you need your faith to defend it. Very crucial. If you walk to a bookshop, you see any title on faith, buy it. Because... <laughs> God told me, he said, you have not feed your faith on that area. Your faith has not been fed. No, it's starving. Hallelujah. It's starving. It's starving. So you need to feed your faith. Many years ago, Kenneth Hagin of Blessed Memory wrote a book and he called it Faith Food. It's like a devotion kind of thing. Faith food, faith food, faith food, faith food. Oh, some of you, your faith mouth is open, ready to eat. 
And it's not getting the food. Faith must be free. Faithful. Hallelujah. Comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. <laughs> Even when the price of salvation has not been paid, it was credited to somebody's account by faith. It's very crucial. Faith is the most potent force on earth. I told you I, over and over, it's not a philosophy. It's not an ideology. You can't go to university to have it. You don't need a title to have it. You can be a pastor and not have faith. You can have all the titles and not have faith. It has no respect for your title. Hallelujah. All the apostles on Jesus never knew that virtue can leave a master. Virtue can leave an anointed man. They never knew. Jesus, somebody has touched me. He said, everybody is touching. He said, shut up. He said, somebody has touched me. He said, master, look at everybody. I said, this one has been connected. Everybody was starting to say, but this one, he has been connected. So faith connects the natural with the supernatural. Amen. And let me get you this. Once you get connected to the supernatural, the impossible becomes possible. Amen. Somebody has touched me. They say, how do you know? He said, virtue has left me. Virtue. And after concluding, Jesus said that your faith has made you whole. So the disciple didn't know that when you touch somebody, something, he said, if I can touch faith. It's not an ideology. It's not a philosophy. The more you have it, the easier life is. You become a sign and a wonder. People keep asking one question, how did you do this? Because faith cannot be explained. It can build a five-bedroom house in three months. That's what it is. Can't you see faith building potency in two years? Everything. Faith. Faith. Hallelujah. Faith. It can give you a brand new car by tomorrow. You will be driving an air condition cruising at 80 kilometers per hour. I'm blessing God. Somebody told me, I got a brand new car. I drove on the motorway. I break, I speed up, and I park by the roadside. I left and said, thank you, Jesus. And I continue driving. I said, well, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. May the Lord give you a nice car that you remember the goodness of the Lord. You park by the roadside and you say, thank you, Jesus, and continue to drive. <laughs> Hallelujah. Faith. Faith. Hmm. That is why Satan will attack it. He says, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. So God doesn't stop trials and attack on your life. He only makes sure that when it comes, your faith is intact. <laughs> because the principle is that you cannot be promoted without a trial and a test. You cannot. So you must be you must be tested before you are promoted. When Abraham was tested about giving by sacrificing his son, God swear. Oh, he passed the test. He passed the test. He said, I swear by myself. Because there's nobody greater than him to swear. That in blessing, I will bless you. He has passed the test. You must be tested to be promoted. And you need faith. Jesus said, I'm not going to reverse the attack of the devil. I'm not going to rebuke him. I'm not going to stop him. But I'm praying that whilst you are going through the attack, your faith must not fail. So can I make one PowerPoint here? You are not a failure until your faith fails. <laughs> Write it down if you don't mind. Hallelujah. What do I call it? You are not a failure until what? Yeah, once your faith fails, it's over. 
Once your faith fails, it's over. Hallelujah. No, there are a lot of people walking in church, their faith has failed. Yeah. It's called shipwreck faith. Hmm. It's sinking in the deep sea. He says, Simon, I'll pray for you. Now, watch this. Hmm. Do you know the tribe uh, Simon, Peter went through is dangerous than the one Judas went through? Denier is dangerous than betrayer. Working with somebody, eating with the person, and swear I don't know the person. That's a serious one. So if there is anybody who should have died, it should be Peter. But Jesus prayed for him. And he said, whatever you are going through, your faith must not fail. Do you know why Judas couldn't survive? Nobody prayed for him. So can I put this? Now this, if you are going to pray a prayer, thank God for your own prayer. But there are times, can I tell you the secret of some things I've survived? I saw him many years ago. I've never told anybody. Huh? Jesus said, I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. So sometimes, put your life on Jesus' prayer altar. Yeah. Let me catch it. <laughs> Peter came under Jesus' prayer altar and he survived. So sometimes, you must come on Jesus' prayer altar. Yes. Conscious it and the master, I am doing my best, but I want to put my life, my family, my business on your prayer altar. And the way you pray for Peter that his faith did not fail. Pray for me that my faith will not fail. Hmm. Hello. A faith failure is equivalent to a heart failure. In the natural. Look at somebody say bam. That's it. If a man's heart fail, what can be done by the person? So, the only way to explain a faith failure in the natural is somebody who has had a heart failure. If your faith fail, you are cut off from the life where you are of God. Because without faith, it is impossible. Now, when the Bible says it's impossible, why are you going to make it possible? Because God cannot lie. And the scriptures cannot be broken. You have not given it attention. You have not taken it seriously the way you have to take it. Walking around and jumping around. A lot of people are jumping for miracles, but they are not developing their faith. Very crucial. I told one man of God, he said, <laughs> he said, you have been preaching faith, faith. I said, don't you see the results? Can't you see the product of it? Huh? One day he walked here and said, mm, now I understand. That's what it is. That's what it is. All my mentors are faith giants. All of them. I will never follow a man that don't talk about faith. What am I follow you for? No. Jesus Christ was preaching about prayer. He was teaching about prayer in Luke chapter 18. From verse number he said, men, he spoke a parable to them to this end that men ought always to pray and never give up. Okay, is it there? He spoke a parable to them to this and that men ought to pray and never give up. Now keep on going. And he said that there was in a city, there was a city a judge who neither fear God nor regard man. And then he said that, and there was a widow in that city, and she came to him and said, Avenge me of my adversary, or give me justice. And she would not mind him for a while, and he would not for a while, but after all, he said, He said within himself, Though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow, Trouble at me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming he weary me. Then Jesus came and speak a contrast by saying that, and the Lord said, Hear what the unjust just said. 
Mm, mm, mm. Shall not God avenge his own elect who cry to him day and night? It means that Jesus said that those who, if the unjust God will respond to a pressure and a persistence of a woman who will not give up, then what will happen to children who keep coming to God in prayer? He said, well, if unjust God will respond, then you expect God to respond speedily. So he says, shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry to him day and night, though he will avenge them speedily. But he came back in verse number 8 to speak a very crucial point, that the speedily avengers will not just come, but I tell you the truth. He will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man come to your house, can he find faith? Whatever you are looking for, he said, never deliver when the son of man can, can he find faith on earth. So God is looking for faith in somebody's house to respond. Yeah. I say, your God is looking for faith to respond. Yeah. That's what it is. Without it, you'll be a beggar. Without it, you'll be jealous. You cannot work in miracles. You'll be envious. That's what it is. Without it. You will work as if God does not exist. Because faith people will not look at the circumstance to determine the end. Everybody, look at the way faith people talk. Everybody was crying that the child is dead. The child is dead. He said, my, my servant is at the point of them. My little girl, Julius, Julius. He said, the, the way they went, the child was dead. Jesus Christ, God, they said, shut up. The child is not dead, but asleep. Faith people will not speak negative. Yeah. No. I told India, I say. He said, why are you so hard on a person? I said, when people come around me, I will ask them three questions and after, their answer will determine whether they are qualified for a breakthrough. No, we don't just, he said, give not that which is pressure to swine. They will trample upon it. I will ask you one, two, three questions and by my logic thinking, I will know whether you are qualified for a breakthrough. No, 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 no. Your answer will determine whether there's faith in your heart. When the son of man come, can he find faith on earth? When Jesus is ready to give you a new car, do you have faith for it? If he's ready, it is easy to say yes. Can I add another one? That is a shocking one. Do you know we cannot know you have faith until you, go, you face crisis? When everything around you is okay, you cannot say you have faith. Let a sickness Let a demon attack you. Let something happen and your business is collapsing. The way you respond will know whether you have faith or not. I don't know what you are doing, but. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, you are not giving it attention. You are talking about the atmosphere of miracles, but you have faith for it. <laughs> Which scripture is that in the book of Hebrews? Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Huh? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. It's a scripture as quoted Hebrews chapter 4, verse. Watch this. Crucial scripture is talking about the Old Testament folk who crossed the Red Sea, walk on the dry land. He spoke about the people that sought ten judgment on their enemies. One day you wake up and there was darkness in your in your enemy's camp. That's a difference, and, and there was light in your place. Now, listen to me. Between Goshen and Israel, it's like this road, and this, this road is dividing them. This main road, this road, this this faith drive is the division between Egypt and Goshen. And the Bible said that there was darkness in Egypt, but there was light in Goshen. The people saw miracles. 
But listen to what happened to them. None of them entered the promised land. Except Joshua and Caleb. Except Joshua and Caleb. They say we are well able. Your faith, the way you talk, can cut you off from entering your promised land. Listen to what Paul wrote later. He said, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. So not everybody is getting profit from what I'm preaching. No. The word preached did not profit them. Why? Because, because the word preached did not profit them. Not being mixed with faith in them that had it. So when I preach and you hear the word, you must mix it in faith. It means that act on the word. What a generation we have who are hearers of the word but not doers. Apostle Paul said, unto us was the word preached as well as unto them. But the difference between the one who is becoming successful in church and you that pray that nothing happened. If you don't take care, you look at people's attitude and blame God for not blessing them. But God sees what you don't see. And God hear what you don't hear. There are people who are confessing good with their physical mouth. But the mouth inside is speaking the contrary. The woman with the issue of blood said in his heart. So heart has a voice. Yeah. No, the people are going to say, I claim it. I name it. I'm getting married. I want to sit down in their bedroom and look. Hmm. That's what it is. So the heart inside is seeking to me. So your mouth in the inside must agree with your mouth on the outside. Before you get a breakthrough. Without faith, you'll be a thief. You'll be eating your tight. Just faith to pay tight. They say the whole world, only 30% of Christians pay tight. No wonder we are broke. As some of you sitting here, the whole year you have never paid one tight. And the God told me, your offering is not accepted until your tight is paid. No, we are not paying tight. The tight doesn't belong to us. If you are not a tight, God calls you a robber. Oh, what do people do to arm robbers? If in Nigeria they put tight on you and burn you. <laughs> not a tighter. They want to be blessed. <laughs> it is not possible for me to eat my tight. I've left 10% long time. There are times I give God 90 and keep 10. I've done it several times. So I can never be poor. No. 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 I have a bank account in heaven. Now let me tell you this. Any time you come to church, pay your tithe and give your offering, you are making a deposit. Amen. And heaven don't give percentage, they give hundredfold. <laughs> so if I want a car to drive, I just have to depend on a heaven account. And I am consciously saving into it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. The question, the word I'm preaching today, will it profit you? Yes. It can only be done when you mix it with faith. Atmosphere of miracles. Atmosphere of miracles. Atmosphere of miracles. Mixing the word with faith. <laughs> Mixing the word with faith. Unto us was the gospel preached. <laughs> as well as unto them. Hallelujah. Everything you are going through is a season. It will pass. Yeah. You must believe it. 
Hallelujah. To be a single lady is a sissy. There are people who are singles and they complain. Oh God, I'm not mad. They're mad and they start complaining. And my husband is disturbing me too much. So which one? You thought you were going to marry for her to be doing party for you. Somebody finished engagement and wedding and sat his fiancée down and said, look at the, 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 the a car, my boy. Me teaming in one week before even I start. It's a major one. So people didn't marry to come and do a party for you. They are paying dowry. <laughs> there are people who are single, they are complaining. They are praying. They are if they get married now, they start complaining. Yes. Oh, you must marry by faith. They, they don't even understand what it is to marry. You think we're going to know? You are, I will go and get my table what I was preaching last week. What man is going to marry? If you marry a man with a high sex drive and you don't like it, what's going to happen? He can wake you up three times in the night. Seven, twelve, and two. No, some of you don't know what I'm, as if you don't know what I'm talking about, but you know. It's there. It's there responsibility. But if you are there, you think that it's easy. That's why the just shall live by faith. I don't understand this, Lord, but I believe you. That's what it is. God is giving opportunity to enjoy yourself as a single hood lady small. You are complaining, Lord, why are you giving a husband? The moment the guy comes and God is preparing the man for you, huh? Some of you, I just spoke about seven, what? Twelve and two. Some of you will be seven, nine, twelve, and five, and six. You run away. You run away. I have had reports in my office. People come. A woman was sitting and said, me to me. Me to me. I'm going. I said, when you were saying, I do. What were you talking about? Did you have any formula? Did you have any agreement that this one was going to happen? The man said, ask her for me. Whether we did it in agreement. Crucial one. Ask her. Ask her. Is there an agreement? A lot of them don't understand. But I'm telling you guys, they don't understand though. A lot of the women, they don't understand. That is why there's a lot of divorce rate in our generation. It's a responsibility. It's a price for greatness. No, in marriage, it's a major sacrificial act. Marrying and living to please your partner. You don't like it, but you must go for it. It's a major thing. You have sleepless nights in marriage. You will not sleep your normal sleep. Somebody waking up midnight can affect you when you are enjoying your sleep. No, all the married women know what I'm talking about. Oh, this much more. Marriage is I love you, flower. <laughs> There's a flower, flower. The problem with you is that you are not hearing the truth. No, somebody wake up one when you say, hey, in marriage, you can cook and do all kinds of things and sleep 12 o'clock when the guy is asleep there. And there's nothing painful that somebody wake you up in the first one hour of sleeping. What are you going to do? That is what it is. It's a reality. Maybe we have taught you too much theory. It's time to do some practical teachings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have to teach you the practicality of it. You have to go first in the reality. No. Huh. You must understand that this is what you are going through. Surprising. You will never know a man even if you caught with him for 10 years. It is one thing to court. It's another thing to come under one roof. 
It's a different story altogether. And if you don't have the shock absorbers for it, you will land in a manhole and stay there. Because Ghana portals can be manhole. Oh, don't stop me. I'm preaching. So the just shall live by faith. Marry by faith. And expect anything. Yeah. I'm living with my wife by faith. What is faith? It means absolute dependence on God. Practical expression of confidence in God and his word. I don't understand it, but I'm trusting in you. I don't know where this thing is going, but I'm dependent. Because when you are depending on God, you don't quit. You, you, you just, you, you are sure that he will take you to your destination. And you are sure that the seasons will change. You are sure that the times will change. Oh, that is why the Bible says it shall come to pass. It means that nothing comes to stay. It will pass. So you must be able to look at the challenge and say, this one too will pass. This one too will pass. This financial trouble will pass. This misunderstanding will pass. This singlehood will pass. One day I will also get married. Oh! You can be pregnant, and by what you go through when you are pregnant, you decide I'm not going to have a child now. And in six months, you are pregnant again. After delivery. And when you see your husband, you are angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a red. But it's time to preach practicality. If you don't preach practical, some of the people in the, in the kingdom, they are falling. People are sitting in church, they have no relationship with Christ. They are so confused. Some of them think they've made a mistake. Some of them think that I should have made a right choice. What is the guarantee that the next choice you make will be the right one? Because marriage is a school without graduation. Do you know why I know it's without graduation? It's the only institution that give you the certificate before you start. Normally, you finish school, you, you do everything, they test you, then they give you a certificate. This one, when you have not done one examination, even, oh, at matriculation, they say certificate. Because they don't expect you to graduate. And what is graduation? They don't expect you to quit. You must stay there. One lady came to me. I can't marry. I said, why? He said, my husband snow. And I said, what has that happened? He said, I can't see. I said, do you have frogs, frogs in your area? He said, yeah, there's a pond. I said, what do they do in the water? <laughs> you do hear the frogs around? <laughs> that is why you must marry by faith. Because you are going to meet all kinds of surprises. I'm teaching to somebody. I'm preaching to somebody. Yeah. Atmosphere of miracles. Atmosphere of breakthroughs. Atmosphere of miracles. Staying with God, depending on him. Practical expression of confidence. A absolute dependence on God. Depending on God to marry your wife. Depending on God to marry your husband. And a threefold cord is not easily broken. You, your husband, and Jesus Christ. Threefold cord. Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word was not missed in faith. For instance, when the Bible says, husband will love your wife, you must love them by faith. Do you know it takes faith to love? 
Yeah, it just fair to love. Because it's easy to love people who love you. But what about loving cantankerous people? You must love them by faith. Because God is loving us by faith. If it's not faith, God has rejected you long time. Love you by faith. Jesus Christ died and God credited to your account. With all the things you do. So the reason Jesus doesn't punish you is that God doesn't punish you. He look at the wounds in Jesus and forgive you. And he does it by faith. Does it make sense? Yeah. If I'm not making sense, I'm making Bible. Yeah. And faith is higher than sense. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing what I'm preaching here this morning? Wow. Huh. Kanima toka pasaya. Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woman of God, you are welcome, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I was just telling them about something. You hear it very much. Telling them. Look at somebody and say, Tear them, tear them, tear them. What about you? Hmm. Oh, I love it. Faith is the anchor of Christianity. We have an anchor that keeps their soul steadfast and sure while the beetles roll. Fasting to the rock which cannot move. All of you want to matter this. <laughs> Faith is the anchor of Christianity. We have an anchor that keeps the soul. And that is how faith is. It keeps your life. <laughs> I'm teaching. Romans chapter 1 verse 17 he said the just shall live by faith Romans chapter 1 verse 17 he said the just shall live by what? faith Romans chapter 1 verse 17 he said the just shall live by faith Galatians chapter 3 verse 11 he said the just shall live by faith Galatians 3 11 the just shall live by faith Hallelujah Are you with me now? Romans 1 17 the just shall live by faith Galatians 3 11 the just shall live by faith are you there? Yes. Hallelujah. But I love the Hebrews 10.38. Now, all of them come from the Old Testament. Most of the epistles of Paul on faith was written in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. So, the word, the just shall live by faith, is a prophetic word. The first time it was spoken, it was spoken by the mouth of a prophet. So, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Behold, his soul which is not lifted up is not upright in him. But, I like the way Habakkuk put it. Paul couldn't bring this helping verb, this one. Paul couldn't really bring it, but Habakkuk prophesied and put it there. They just shall live by his own faith. So sometimes there is no substitute for your personal input. No matter who is praying for you, God will not accept people's prayer for your breakthrough. There is an area in your life God will say that, thank God for your pastor, Thank God for prophet. Thank God for your father. I am not accepting their faith. I want your own faith. That might be the reason why there is something you are looking on other people's faith and God is not showing up. Because he's expecting you to develop your faith in that area. Because he wants to move you from holding feeding bottle to the level of breaking bones. Oh 
maturity is very crucial. The just shall live by his own faith. All, most of the epistles were centered on this one. Before he saw which is not lifted up, it's not upright to him. But the just shall live by his own faith. And Paul quoted that one first time in, in Romans 1.17. Apostle Paul quoted it three times out of this scripture. Quoted it a different one. He said, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. You see, Paul didn't break his, but Habakkuk said his own faith. The book of Hebrews is so heavy that God didn't allow the writer to put his name, but the language looked like Paul. If you study the epistle carefully, it's very, it's a very serious book. Hmm, I don't want to go there. It's the book that talks about Melchizedek. It's the book that talks about the father. When Abraham Melchizedek, it was God in the flesh. God in the flesh. Melchizedek, God in the flesh. That was the scripture that let me know that God doesn't play games with tight. I taught you the other time and I said that when Abraham went to fight and got the booty and was coming after, after overcoming about five kings and have, because those days the benefit of war is that anybody you conquer, all their cattle and cows and gold is for you. And Abraham combined five nations and he was coming with their booty. There was no pastor. There was no prophet. There was no priest. Who is he going to pay tithe to? God decided to come down. In a form of human being. To collect tight. And left. But the Old Testament just showed us that he's the king of Salem. And just left it there. He came around. But the Hebrew writer wrote it in a different angle. And by revelation he told us that. Hebrew chapter 7 from verse 1. That that man was not a human being. We cannot even trace his source. Hebrew chapter 7 and verse number 1. For this Melchizedek. King of Salem. Priest of the most high. Ooh. Ooh. Some of the angels in the Bible, eh, the way they speak, it's as if God himself has taken an angelic form. Look at the angel that promised Isaac and Abraham and Sarah a son. He said that in the time of sitting by this time, I shall return. Talking like God. Priest of the Most High, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and bless him. Who else can bless Abraham? You must have a certain capacity to bless God's friend. Ah. Who else but God himself? Matika Toya. Rapasinimi Atos. To whom also Abraham gave ten parts. So all the things Abraham got, he gave him ten. He paid tight on him. Huh? Of all, first, now the credentials of this make said is first, by interpretation, king of righteousness. King of righteousness. After that also, king of Salem. Which is king of peace. Now, without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning or end. So who is that? Who can take this title for themselves? Give the Lord a clap of it. deserves your clap. Nobody. Give me the NIV version. Let's read from verse number one. Wow! NIV version from verse 1. This one. This shows how serious tithe means to God. Because God can never bless Abraham without him giving a tithe. Look at what he put. He said that this Melchizedek was a king of Salem, the priest of God, most high. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him. He blessed him. So when you pay your tithe, God blesses you. 
it comes, it comes with the biblical backings of blessing. God pronounced supernatural blessings on your life. Just pay your tithes. You don't have to argue about it. No. It's not that we have to teach you tithe. And I don't understand. Who should I pay to? And who should I not pay to? A pastor or a church? Oh, 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 oh. You have become born again too long to ask these foolish questions. Yesterday, I have to bless somebody. And I was thinking. I put two seeds in my heart. I said, okay, let me say 20 cities and 30 cities. That was what was projecting. And then I begin to give reasons why I must give him 20. Then I begin to, and I felt in my spirit I must give him 30. Then I, I, you see, when you don't want to do it, then you are arguing. Then, 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 then. I went to God in prayer. I said, Lord, I really want to do the right thing. Just, 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 just help me and let me do it according to your will. Look at the way God answered me. The Lord told me, hmm, let's assume even you mistakenly, let's assume 30 is a mistake that you are giving. You are safe. Then paying 20 that you know that you're supposed to give him more. And the Lord told me, the problem is not the money. You are struggling in giving bountifully. struggling. Because God will never accuse you for giving more. Has anybody complained in the office that when they give them salary, it, the money is over by 500 Ghana City? But if it's less. Somebody went to a place and said that, oh, uh, if I, you even say it, when you went to bank and check your salary, uh, 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 you check that it's, oh, it's about a thousand Ghana cities more. You just come to church and then there are some testimonies you don't even share it. Because the people might hear. So if you're not very righteous, you keep it cool. But if you go there and the money is short of 500 Ghana cities, hey, my coco, 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 coco. Accountant, the personal manager. <laughs> Meet me with immediate effect. So God told me, let's assume. The Lord said, you are struggling. And let I have to take the big money and give it to him. And I saw that peace came to my heart. The Lord said, you will never have this peace if you were to pay less. I have never accused people for giving more. So all this, he does it many years ago. I met a guy in church. I was going to preach in the morning Sunday. It was a chorister specifically. And I have a brand new suit. Hugo Boss suit. And the Lord said, give the suit to the boy. I look at the boy and say, Lord, this boy. Number one, the suit. He doesn't go to laundry. It must go to laundry. I gave God reasons. In order to cover my foolish, do you know what I did? I invited the boy home and I gave him five suits. Different suit, five. When the girl, the girl said, I didn't ask you to give him five suits. I said, give him that brand new Hugo Boss suit. I said, Lord, okay, the way it's going, then I'll add four more. <laughs> so I called the guy and I added other four suits. The guy left, the God said, I will never talk about this matter again. I said, give him the Hugo Boss suit. So I called the guy, decided that, then I'll give it to him and collect my name. The Lord said, don't take anything you have given to him. Add the other one to make it better. 
Tell somebody the price for the price for disobedience. Tell the person the price. That day, I saw this guy left my house with ten suits and my heart. Lord, can I collect the five? He said, don't touch anything. Let him go with all the ten suits. This boy came to me the next day. Daddy, God, that is a prophet. God really bless you. He said, we were coming to have a, a, a choir BB panel or something and we were required to wear suit. I didn't have the suit. And Dora told me, he said, the one you gave me, the last one, is the color that we are looking for. What if it has said, go, go, go. Many years ago, you see, you see, there are things that you go through that makes you a giver. No, the way we give, uh, it's, it has not come by. That's because you want, because giving is difficult than prayer. What do you, what do you lose in praying? Handle your boko, handle your, that is what. <laughs> that is why somebody sacrificed a thousand bent of it. God knock at his door and say, ask me what I will do for you. God believes in givers and prayer warriors. What do you lose in praying? Prayer is good. But if you don't combine giving with your prayer, you become a broke prayer warrior. You can't use the principles of basketball to play football. The rules are not the same. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you that said, some of you that don't have testimonies like that, it's not that God is not asking you to give. Oh, you have closed that chapter of God's year. That year, God, you have closed it. You do know that when God speaks, he said, my spirit will not strive with man forever. When God speaks, speaks, and you don't hear, he leaves you alone. Because, oh, oh, you want to hear this. Every time God has you for a seed, he has a harvest in mind. Yeah. Now today, buying suit, no. No. Mm, no. Hallelujah, no. Buying tie, No. One of my sons here, somebody was coming from America, and he said, he, daddy needs tie, and he wants to buy. He bought me 42 ties. I asked him, do I have a company for ties? I want me to open a shop. No. I'm telling you. Suit. Oh. Hallelujah. Even some of the suit that I brought out there, I wanted to give, I saw that the most of the pastors that are village bishops. They were not village. Some of them look, but some of them were village bishop. Hallelujah! Huh? Tell somebody atmosphere of miracles. Atmosphere of miracles, signs and wonder. Hey, this week you will get a miracle. Ah, this week you will get a miracle. Then God showed me that when something is given to people, if you try to convert it. The next one that belongs to you, they will give it to them. May you stay in your track. Hey! Miracles will happen. Hey! Do you know what I'm talking about? Somebody will give you a two-bedroom house free. He said, take it. Take it. I know. Somebody has given me a house as a gift. Somebody walked to me, and that's a testimony. He told me that I want to sow a seed in your life. I said, quick, I need it. He said, no, I'll be back. I am selling a property. When I finish, I'll come and bless you. 
and I know it's miracles. Yesterday, a man walked to me this morning and sent me a message. He said, Daddy, the miracles have started. He said he went for a loan to start a business. Then his brother, who is very stingy, he said the brother, when the spirit of stinginess came to the word, it arrived in the brother's house. He said the brother is stingy. The brother called him and said, and begin to show him his bank account. Say, look at this one. Look at this one. And he was getting angry. And whilst he was going, he said, I call you, you were not there. So I went to Dubai because I'm doing a business. I went for a loan. He said, how much is the loan? And when he told him, I don't want to mention that man because heavy. He said, get a check and pay them. I'm paying the loan off. And I will not collect anything from you. Ha! He got the capital of his business. He said he paid the bank millions of Ghana cities. Wow. Miracle. So that I was here when we were preaching. I went to my cellar, this thing happened. Bam! That night, the thing happened. Between yesterday night and this morning, a loan you took from bank has been paid off. And he said the brother told him that. I am going to give you another money more than what I gave you. Now remember, remember the brother is a stingy brother. Say that my brother, he never give. Now as if it is not enough. He said this morning, he called him and said, they are all about seven brothers and sisters. He said, I'm going to buy a brand new car for all of them. Miracles, miracles. Everybody say miracles. No, don't say miracles. Say miracles, miracles. Some of you, you can't even say miracles. Oh, can we say miracles? If you don't say that, Santi, where you get a blade to? You must say miracles, miracles. How many of you expect miracles? Atmosphere. It has started. Your policy will not be denied. God is designing a man to tell you, I will marry you. Everybody will see that you have married. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Powerful. Tell somebody, powerful. Let me give you this PowerPoint and then we close. Number one, to get a miracle, focus on your faith. What do I call it? Do you know focus? Eh? When you have the camera, eh? the zoom, is that how they call it? Eh? Focus on your faith. Some of you have, 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 have preached you a lot about faith. Hmm? Now, this is the point. Be very specific when you ask God for a miracle. Don't pray vacuum prayer. If, if, if you are trusting God for a car, be specific. Tell God I want Hyundai pony. Describe it. Be focused on the miracle. Don't just pray any vacuum prayer. Don't leave it there. You see, Hannah told God that I want a male child. So when it comes female, it's not from God. Anytime you ask God for something, either he gives you what you ask or he gives you more than what you ask. Because I will do exceedingly, abundantly, far above. Yeah, there's a car like that. Yeah. Hyundai Genesis, a very powerful car. I think it's a Korean car. Hallelujah. 
Amen. How many of you want one? You have left, you don't even know the car, you have lifted your hand. Eh? That's why you see, you just fail the test. They say, Hunda Genesis, if you want God bring, you don't even know that is the car. Ask for <laughs> ask for the one you know. If you know Tigo, ask for Tico. You heard Lamongini, now so dimbi Lamongini. No, for instance, let me tell you something. There are some cars at your level, you don't need it. No, you don't need it. You don't need it. You can't maintain it. It is easy to have a car. Maintenance is the difficulty. No, you can't. There are some cars, eh, their headlight can buy another car. Yes. When you hit the headlight, it can buy another car. If I can tell you, there are some cars, and when you take it for servicing, the price can buy another car. Yes. It's true. So you don't need it. Hallelujah. If I walk around and somebody say, I want to give you an aircraft, I'll collect it and sell it. I don't need it at this stage. No. You don't need it. You don't. Where you park the aircraft, the money you pay. <laughs> now, let me tell you something about this. If you are flying from here to London, every country you get to their airspace, you pay. Oh, yes. Control towers. They will pick you up. So when you fly from Ghana to Togo, Ghana control tower will hand you over to Togo. Togo will hand you over to Beni. Beni will give it to Nigeria. They will go. All the airspace you pay. How many of you want an aircraft? No. Don't you lift your hand. God give it to you. Grace. You can get it and sell it. If it's not a commercial something and it's just a private jet, you must get to a certain level before you use it. And when you come, for instance, if you come and preach, let's say if I, if I have a plane, I go to Nigeria to preach. Once I land the plane on Nigeria airport and I pack it, it starts reading. So by the time you finish, let's say three days and you come in, one day we were going to Israel and wanted to charter a flight. So we got a flight from South Africa and we were trying to charter the flight. It means they had a flight to come to Ghana and lift us up eh? and they take us to Israel. The people say, and we realized that the, the chartering itself was very cheap. It was not too expensive. Eh? But the cost of aviation cost in terms of uh, airspace, when you cross people's airspace, how do you pay? And then when we pack it on Israeli, like their, their runway, the cost was four times what the plane was charging. That is why most of the flight, they landed by eight, by ten they are going. They don't want to stay for long. Because the longer you stay, the more you pay. If you don't know this, you say, play, uh, let's pray for play. Now we'll come in the day. No, I draw play or banquet card. You'll fly it yourself. <laughs> Focus. Be focused and have knowledge about the kind of things you need a miracle from. Are you getting what I'm talking about? You must have knowledge. Knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. Knowledge. Huh? Huh? You have to make sure you are specific in your request. Mm. 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 You want a salary increase? Tell God. You know you can get a salary increase by miracle. Yeah. Somebody came to our program last time, left time, and then uh, my, uh, uh, the person brought me a seat, small seat, to, uh, some, I don't want to mention the seat. Not, you don't, not, uh, and then it's like, for, since he started working in the company, people have been promoted and he's been left behind. And bam, his promotion came. When the promotion came, they've jumped him about three times. So all the people that are ahead, they are now behind him. Miracles. Bam. 
Miracle. They don't know what's happening. He's the only one in the in, in that in, in, in that department, in whatever. Uh, 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 I don't know what they call it. Wherever he works, who has received such a thing? Miracles. And he connected to the fasting. Promotion coming from above. It's God that promotes. Huh? Are you getting it? Huh? Are you sure you are getting something here this morning? Focus your faith. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, mm. You have to focus on a particular need you want God to meet. Focus on it. What need do you want God to meet? Is it a fiancé? Is it a husband? Focus on that one. Do you want a car? Focus on it. Make sure your attention is on it. The cripple that got here, the Bible says he looked at, I, I, he was looking straight at Paul, and Paul perceived that he has faith to be healed. Focus. Even for Peter to heal that cripple at the gate of Peter, we say, look on us. Focus. The law of focus. He said, look on us. Because if you don't focus on us, you can't get a breakthrough. Some of you are trusting God for something, but your eye and your mind is somewhere. Hallelujah to Jesus. Oh, 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 There's a law on that. Focus on the miracle. Tell somebody that. Focus. Matthew chapter 7 verse 9. I think verse 9 to 11. Matthew chapter 7 verse 9 to 11. Or what man is there of you? Whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? It means that when you ask God something specific, he will give it to you. Huh? Go to the next verse. Watch this. Huh? Watch this. Huh? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If your son asks you a fish, huh, Maggie, will you give him a snake? No. no. Listen to what Jesus said. Huh? Huh? Or if he asks, uh, if you then be evil. Have you seen the word God put to us? Huh? For villain bishops. <laughs> I cover it with the blood. But... If you then be evil, the God said that if you take Christ out of us, we are evil people. Because at the time they were writing the scripture, the price for salvation has not been paid. So all the people there in the spiritual, they look evil. You cannot predict them. If you be evil, know how to give good gift to your children. How much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? What good thing are you asking from the Lord? Good things. Asking good things. A husband is a good thing. A wife is a good thing. Twins is good. A new house is good. Oh, you are not saying amen. Look at the way you are sitting down. The altars in your family can't even let you say amen. A man that kills you three times a day is a good thing. Hey! You see that one, you are, the guests are shouting. What about a man that carries you to go and put you on the bed? Hey! You have become the queen mother of Asante. You don't walk to bed alone, you are carried. Receive grace for a man to pamper you. Hey! Huh. How much more shall your heavenly father if you ask good things? There are a lot of church people that doesn't like good things. They don't like it. When you see people driving a nice car, you get angry. People can be mean in church. Lots of church people are not really, they are not real. They are just there. 
They want to cover that, their laziness with their poverty, their poverty with laziness, and thinking that everybody should be like them. I refuse to be like you. No, I don't want to be broke. I saw two people going to heaven, but on a different road. Hi, Abraham, the rich man, went to heaven. Lazarus, the poor man, went and be in Abraham's bosom. But the roads are different. So who said you, you have to go to heaven poor? You can still get there. They were licking Lazarus' saw. He went to heaven. Abraham was hyper-comfortable. That man, I'm telling you, the man that can send go to go and, and do diary and get a wife for his son. When Laban saw the gold, he said, you that bless of God, come inside. I can see Laban eh, go to Rebecca and say, hey, come here, you come here. If you don't marry these people, I will kill you. Laban, you do it. Warning has a war. Say yes in front of me before we go there. Hey, Comrade Laban, don't play with the guy. He's a very serious guy. The guy, he changed the course wages ten times. You can see here, Laban. Laban is the brother. When he saw them, he said, hey. When he saw them, come, he said, come, come home, come. When the, uh, Eliezer, uh, the guy finished and said that, let the damsel stay with us for a day or two. Laban said, let's ask the girl. Because he has already cornered her in the house. Uh, Rebecca said, I'm ready to go. He said, you have to leave so that I can enjoy my good call. <laughs> Laban, don't play games. He can finish a wedding. A pastor is standing there. I declare you husband and wife. They take lead. I'll bring your wife. Uh, you are dealing with labor. Don't be me. How much, man? He said, how much more? He said, how did the scripture say? He said, shall your heavenly father, eh? if he be evil, he said, we, we, if he we be evil, we love the people that love us. And we want to give them good, good things. Yeah. We want to bless your children. Yeah. Hallelujah. You want them to look good. You want to provide for your family. And the Bible said that you that is practice, you, you that, is, that is trying your best to practice love. If you know how to give good, what about God who is a God of love? Think about it. The love that you are trying to practice, it is God's nature. more shall your heavenly father how much more shall your father which is in heaven good give good things give me the niv version let me find out what the niv will say how much more will your father in heaven give good gift message bible gift gift so god can give you a car as a gift message bible huh. as bad as you are this american english you wouldn't think of such a thing you are at least decent to your own children. So you, so don't you think the God of, <laughs> the God who conceive you in love will be even better. Okay. So this is another major point. Too. God conceive you in love. Yeah. When I was studying, I came across another point. That in the evening, 
I will share it. Because God told me it's a key for miracles. And this is what I wrote on the point. Let me check it. Mm -hmm. Never doubt the love of God. Hey. In your quest for a miracle. Don't doubt it. I will write the comment. I will run the commentary when I can. Never, never, never. There are people walking there. They are doubting whether God loves them. They are doubting. And when you make a little mistake, some of us can even think that God is an old man sitting in heaven with a stick. And when you go and do something, say, uh, uh, then, no, that's not God. God is love. The great, one of the greatest quotations in the Bible is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Hey. Hey. A lot of people talk about Jesus and they say Jesus is love. But watch this. It is God that gave Jesus to die. God is the one who gave Jesus. Even Jesus close to the, the time to die, he didn't want to. When he saw your sin, and you, and you. <laughs> if it is possible, let this car bypass me. Things that Jesus wanted to change his mind. But let your will be done. God said, my will is that you must die because I, I love the people. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Tell somebody, God loves you and there is nothing you can do about it. Tell the person. No, no. Have you ever thought about you? Sometimes sit down and make an inventory of your life. And you, are you not surprised God still loves you? One day, one day I was somewhere and I thought about saying, and God said, God asked me, say, have, you have never thanked me. I have not given up on you. All of us say God could have given up on us. God will come and take you, then you run back into the thing. He come and take you, then you run back into the thing. Huh? God was delivering a woman from a, a, a judgment. He said, don't look back. Looking back means that your heart is at where I want to take you are. Lost wife looked back and became a pillar of salt. Conditions for deliverance. Amen and amen. Are you blessed here this morning? I don't see it. Hallelujah. You want a miracle? Yeah. Huh? Go for the best. And hold out for the best. Tell somebody, go for the best. Hold on to the promise of God. Go for the best. Hallelujah. Go for the best. Many years ago, I was driving a car with that starter. I will never forget that thing. A woman wanted to bless me with a car. When I went to the place, the car I was driving was Opel Cadet Caravan. You remember that car? Caravan. No starter. I went to preach for a man and a woman saw me and decided to buy me a car. So he took me to a place where they sell car, used cars. When I went there, I was going around from Opel. So that time there was another car called Astra, Opel Astra. So I was going there. Then I didn't know. Then the girl said, the car said, I could have free. Then they yelled. Then 
So the woman came there and said, hey, Prof, choose one car. Let me free beer. Let me call another cabby. Who died? Aquaria boss. Aquaria will cry. Then the how? May the Lord send a helper and change your mind. Brother, sometimes no God that is blessing is the state of our mind. Lucky when I was going there, the woman came and said, Will you as it was in a car? I said, Mama, what for BM? No, I said, Okay, okay, I meet you. I can't say, Yeah, I said, Later, I came to know a pastor. I said, I was off for no dinner. He said, A prophet for the company, Papa. Now, then I said, Mama, I'm not talking about routine. I'm talking about sex. Wow! I'm telling you, some of you don't know the miracle you need a change of mind. Desire the best. Go for the best. There's nothing wrong with that. God wants the best for you. Thank God for what you have, but if an opportunity can go for the best. No. Go for the best. Don't limit God. It's no need. Hallelujah. Oh. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Don't let the devil substitute the best God had for you. Don't let the devil do that. Even Jesus was the proof that God created the best to send to his children. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten. Jesus is the proof that God wished the best for his children. Oh, somebody's clapping for Jesus Christ. Somebody's clapping for Jesus Christ. Somebody's clapping for Jesus Christ. Jesus is the proof that God wished the best for his children. Do you remember the scripture? How did the, 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 the writer quote? He said that. Um, he said, He who did not rehold his son, how much more will he give? How? how? Huh? Romans what? Pastor Robert is a very good Bible. I'm telling Romans 830 what? 32. I went to Romans 832. I was trying to get the scripture. I said, Long time I said, He does. He that spared not his own son, but deliver him up for us. What's your title? What for supermarket? He that spared not his own son, this is the scripture I was trying to, but deliver him for us. This is what I was trying to say. This is the point I was trying to make. I'm telling you. Go for the best. Shake somebody and say, go for the best. Jesus was a proof that God cares enough to send his best. Jesus was a proof. He said, he that spared not his own son, but deliver him up for us. How shall he not with him also freely give you how many things? All things. The cars, the house, the good, I mean, all things. Husband, wife, all things. 
I was 35 years when I gave my wife a prophecy that by 40 years, I will live in the wettiest place in Accra and in Ghana. One of the wettiest places. I gave the prophecy. Maybe it was like I, I, I was laughing. By 39 years, I was there. Saturday when I didn't have anything. She's here. This is when I'm talking about, when I'm teaching about faith talk. You catch it. I was 35 years living in Bawi. That if you believe me, you remember? Eh? Oh, you know about it? You live there. So you are my neighbor. I have a neighbor here. And God, do you remember the road to Bulemi at that time? When it rains, you have to stay on the other side of the road. You can park your car because the car cannot go. And that is why I said, by the time I'm 40, I declare, God sent me there I celebrated my 40th birthday in that house. 39 years I was there. The supernatural way God gave me the house. <laughs> Tell somebody, go for the best. God wish the best for everybody here. Tell somebody, God wish the best for you. And Jesus is the proof of that. Am I talking to somebody here? Huh? Huh? Let me tell you something. And the reason why you must hold on for the best is that, listen, your faith cannot respond to two targets. It means that your faith cannot be on the platform of faith and doubt at the same time. It cannot respond to two targets. So you cannot have faith and doubt at the same time. Some of you are sitting here. The reason why your breakthrough is not coming is that your faith is on two targets. Can I give you another point? It means that your faith has alternative. Anytime God sends an alternative, you back off. Because he wants to take a full glory for what is happening to you. We didn't have any alternative in building potency. Absolute dependence on God. We we're not praying that somebody should support us from abroad. We were not looking at anybody. Absolute dependence on God. So to God be all the glory. And that is why I've said that if you point your hand and say, there is nobody dead alive. You say, if it's not because of me, this place will not be built. Nobody can protrude the to say that. Is it you? Who? No, nobody. And the God told me, say, whatever anybody has given, when we take it out, it is to be done without effect. Everybody contributed. Plus the supernatural provisions. Supernatural provision. When we were concreting this floor that we wanted to turn into a Bible school, something happened. We were there. They calculated. They said, you need eight days of the concrete cars. I calculate something. That time, ah, where are we going to get it? I said, leave it for God. It was there. We were trying to build it. A man walked here huh? for the first time. Ah, I was talking to somebody who knows you. And they were discussing about you. I came to see you, prof. I said, and the guy, he walked around. And I was walking. He said, what can I do for this place? I didn't answer the question. Dr. Pasabet was standing there. They were trying to do calculation for how to get this one. And then he asked and he said, I said, we are trying to concrete this place. He said, wow. 
It's okay. He said, my concrete base is at Achimota. We can only work in the night because of traffic. He said, leave it for me. How many cars did they brought? 40 trucks. Fill the whole place. Ba, 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 ba. After that, I've never seen the man again. Absolute dependence on God. Go for the best. Miracles. Do you know how much that money will have cost? One concrete car is about almost 4,000 Ghana cities. Times 40. Hmm? 160,000 Ghana. And this is about almost two years ago. Tell somebody, Melakas, Melakas. Can you imagine you are building, or somebody come there and say, I'll buy all the chairs you need. Yeah. Miracles. Depend on God. Atmosphere of. What did you say? You got it. Hallelujah. Hmm? Give me James chapter 1 verse 6. Let me see something. But let him ask in faith. Do you want a car? Yes. Ask in what? Yes. Do you want a husband? Yes. Ask in what? Yes. Do you want a new house? Yes. Some of you are the end of this fasting. God must move you from a tenant to be a landlord. Somebody can give you a house as a yeah. gift. Yeah. 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 Plenty. The house you don't have one. I have a friend. He said when he was 40 years, he has 50 houses. Wow. Now he's 50. I, I, I didn't have the bonus to ask him how much do you have now. And I was talking to him, he said, I bought a house in uh, I was going to Canada. I said, Oh, I could have let you go and stay in my house. I say, you have a house. So I have two houses in Canada. I have three in America. I have one in London. I have one. It started my Have you ever opened your mouth a house fry enter? That you, you didn't even feel that the house fry has entered. No. I have some guys, eh? When you see them, eh? They, they, you, you, you see, they, they will make you feel like if you don't take care, you'll be satisfied where you are. That is why you have to try and get friends that stretches your faith. So if you one of the reasons why you are not growing is that all your friends, you, you are in the kingdom of the blind and you are the quarter eye. So you have become the king. Do you know stagnation is very dangerous? No. Even God hates it. Look at someone say, there's nothing wrong to be blessed. Tell the person, nothing wrong to be blessed. Let him ask in faith. But there's a condition for asking in faith too. Watch this. Do you have a condition? Let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. You are not wavering in your faith. That's why I say that. Don't stand on two platforms. Don't stand on two platforms. This is the key I was trying to tell you. Don't walk in faith and doubt at the same time. Uh, believe that God can do it. For he that waited is like the wave of the sea, driven with wind and toss. That is how your faith is. 
It can't boom, 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 boom. They go back. Huh? 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 Give me verse number seven. For let not that man think that he will receive anything from the Lord. Let the man who is standing on two platforms think that God will give him anything. Can you go contrary to the word? If you are in doubt, yesterday I quoted something about faith. I say once a while in your life, eh, you either go by the potential of your faith or pay for the consequence of your doubt. Don't forget some of this quote and make sure that they are in your spirit. Listen, developing your faith is crucial. When you step out of the door, go to the bookshop and buy a book on faith. I have a book called The Just Shall Live by Faith. Everybody should get a copy. If you don't have a copy, you have seen. Faith. 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 Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Are you getting the point? For let not that man who is wavering, who is thinking, today is on faith, today is on that. He said, let him not think that he can receive anything from the Lord. Look at the next thing he said. That one will blow your mind. Huh? For a double-minded mind is unstable in all his ways. You are unstable. Unstable in all his ways. It is the condition for Ruby to receive a curse. Unstable as you are, you will not excel. Receive grace. Is the Holy Ghost blessing somebody here this morning? Huh? Give me verse. Give me the next verse. Let me see what the next verse is saying. Let the brother of a low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Okay, rejoice that you are exalted. Amen. Rejoice, rejoice. Tell somebody rejoice. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Huh? Deal with your doubt. Deal with it. Tell somebody deal with your doubt. Discard it. Deal with what your doubt. Why do you have to deal with your doubt? Because miracle only happens to those who believe. Miracle happens only to the believing. To the believing. So believe. Tell somebody believe. Ah, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that what? Believe. Believe. Believe that you conceive. Believe that you marry. Believe that one day when you are here, your wedding gown will be at the... Believe it. Believe. Believe this year you get a new car. Sometimes we are traveling, I'll tell my wife that I'll get this car and get this car. And I get it. Either I get it as a gift or whatever, I get it. Mm -hmm. If it can come out of your mouth, your hand will touch it. Say it by faith. Hallelujah. Believe. 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 Tell somebody, believe, 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 believe. Hmm. The reason you have to believe that doubt will never produce your desired result. Doubt will never produce your desired result. So don't walk in doubt. What do you gain in doubting God? Doubt your doubt. Because God has never failed. And God has not gone contrary to his word. Is it God that said it, you will do it. Somebody say amen and amen. amen. Doubt has never produced a result. I just gave it to James. He said, a double-minded man will receive nothing from the Lord because he is believing and is doubting. It is what makes Peter walk on water and sink at one's next step. Because he turned away from, the, from Jesus and start looking at the storm. Listen to me. I want to say something very powerful. <laughs> Don't talk about your mountains. Talk to your mountains.
Do you know what the problem is? You are talking about your mountains. Hmm. The way I've not married. The way I don't know. You are talking about talk to the mountain. You say, you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed. So command the mountain to remove and don't talk about it. Talk to it. Address the mountain. Tell the mountain you have no place in my life. I am bought with the price of Jesus Christ. Get away from my face. He said, you can speak to mountains and they will move from where it is into the water, into the sea. Do you believe the Bible? Go and act on it. Talk to your financial mountain. Talk to your marital mountain. Talk to it. A mountain is anything that challenges your life. Anything that stands as an obstacle. You hear what the child Richard Robert said? When he bastardized and get and turned away from God, the father came to me and said, a seed, you are a covenant child. You cannot go there. He said, get a head away from me. He said, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to get a head out of you. And he got it out of him. Talk to your mountain. Sometimes when my, my, my son does something, do you know how I deal with him? Sometimes he, does a, he, he makes a mistake. Say, you are too intelligent to make such a mistake. One day he did something, that's before I corrected, he corrected himself. He said that the painful things, the way you say, I am too intelligent. When you say it, and say, it makes me look like I'm a fool. <laughs> because if you are intelligent and you are behaving this way, I say, guy, you are very intelligent. And so, so when you do things like that, I don't understand. He said that you don't say that, but I feel very bad. And I saw that there are some things he doesn't do because that's the way. It is only to tell him, no, he's intelligent. So tell him he's intelligent. It's a key. And so I asked him, I said, am I the only one who said you are intelligent? Do you remember you were in America? Some people say that your son is very intelligent. Yes. So why do you behave like this? You don't be intelligent guy like you. Oh, he shook his head. Everybody, you, you see, you tell everybody as if you are the only one with problems in the world. Somebody's coming to borrow money from me. If you don't have his, oh, I'm sorry. You could have come yesterday. You start telling him how you have been broke for the past six years. Hey, Pachomena, a thousand Ghana cities. Ah, can we ever see that? I don't know who I'm a thousand Ghana cities. When him, me, I bet five years in me, near 200. You, 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 you go into your archives and bring everything. There is no need. You are trying to talk about your mountains. And mountains don't move when you talk about them. They move when you talk to them to move. Uh, they didn't hear you. I don't know who heard it. Talk to it. Financial mountain. Tell your womb that you will carry a child. Tell your breast that a child will suck this breast. You are talking to your mountain. Talk about it. Speak to your mountain. Face the mountain. You shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And if you don't doubt in your heart, you shall have whatsoever you say. Speak to your mountain. We are always walking around and talking to Porter City. We are speaking. This is a fellow ground we are breaking. Hallelujah. Amen. Speak to it. You come out with the best. Amen. This land will be fruitful. You will be a miraculous ground. 
you'll be a solution center. People will get here, their problems will be solved. And as you say it, it will become what you said. When you see me walking around, I am prophesying to the Lamb. You will not hold people's miracles. You will not keep people's breakthroughs. You will be a product of people's blessing. When people step here, impossibility will be made possible. Last week, Friday, I took three big anointing oil bottles and I was walking around this compound making a prophetic declaration. Because sometimes God sent prophet to speak to inanimate objects. Can these bones live? He said, that no, he said, prophesy over there. So sometimes prophesy over your bank account. Speak to your company. Speak to your husband. A woman came to me many years. He said, my husband closed from work. He doesn't come home early. I said, take oil and anoint his shoe. What does he wear to walk on the ground? I say, tell the shoe to bring him back home. He said, but, he said, but prof, I'm not the one who has been polishing his shoe. I said, you can change at any time. Start polishing it. So one day, honey, which shoe are you going to wear? He said, I would have been a roomy shoe. Say, I'm changing you. No, now. Last time I went for a meeting, prof preached some things, so I'm changing. So where the black one, he went, they take all you. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ. When he crossed from work, by the efficacy of this oil, bring him back home. Say, nobody come around 10.30, sometimes midnight. Say, daddy, around seven years, pepe. Say, Colin, say, daddy, I bet you, hey, okay. I didn't know. The next day, Send here, me the oil, you know, four handkerchief, and me the fampa boy. He said, by six o'clock, Pepe, hey, third day, five o'clock, Pepe, the next day, one thirty. I'll pay my way, I'll be in a dear friend, you So now you're the office, my field, the office. Hey, are you going to? He said, Prof, what do I do? I said, what, what do you mean? I don't know. Speak to your mountain. Address it. Some of you are having ideas. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. If I be one who has said, Uku shoes, you know, what the oil, I don't want gas or you, inji or you, what the fuck, Uku Guna said. Speak to your mountain. Hallelujah. Amen. What did I say? Speak to what? Your mountain. Do you know what things are delayed? You have not spoken to the mountain. Address it. Tell your hair, this hair, you will wear a wedding crown. Amen. Hey, speak to your mountain. You all test in my family, you can't stop me from getting married. Amen. I refuse to be broke. Amen. Hey, I have dealt with poverty by telling him I cannot be poor. He has left me alone. I am not a rich man, but my name is not in the poor list. What about that? The reason I'm not a rich man yet is I know what riches are. Even if you don't want to be rich, cancel your name from the poor list. Hallelujah to Jesus. Is somebody blessed here today? Lift up your right hand and pray in the Holy Ghost.
Stop advertising your doubt. What did I say? Start celebrating your expectation of miracles. Stop advertising your doubt. Hmm. Business in you are advertising your doubt. Start celebrating your expectation of miracles. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Jesus Christ was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. The first is the Father, I thank you that thou hast heard me. And Lazarus was still dead. So thank God, even when the thing has not come to the state where you want it. Thank God for financial breakthrough. Even if your pocket is dry. Thank God for unusual wedding. Thank God for a new house. Thank God for a new car. Walk here and say, the God that built Porter City, thank you for my new car. Thank you for my own land. Use this place as a contact because it's a miraculous ground. Now, stand to your feet. I want to give you two prayer points. Hallelujah. Mm. Is it a good word? You should be clapping better than you are doing. Every irreversible in your life shall be reversed today. And the giant in you must be stirred up. Lift up your two hands. I can see your faith is fired up. Atmosphere of miracles. Be specific. Which area of your life do you need a miracle? Open your mouth and talk to God. Talk to him. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.